Anomalies are conclusive proof that football karma exists, and a podcast as real and solid as those we already know about. Welcome to Four Seasons and a Funeral, the podcast about shows that had four good seasons and one bad one. Today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 4 of the next evolution of science fiction, Primeval, titled A Gigantic Problem. I'm Charlie, and I'm joined today by Nick and David. Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm David. Which football karma am I talking about today? All of them. Could be anything. Is it the overconfident Dolphins fumbling their way into a wildcard game and then getting dicked down? Or Or is is it it... the games that haven't happened yet? And about how Green Bay is probably going to get very fucked. (laughs) I don't think very fucked. I don't know. I would say very fucked. Mike McCarthy is going to try to 300 IQ his coaching scheme, and he's going to fuck it all up, because that's what he did in Green Bay. Mm. He'll be like, oh, but they know me, so I got to completely reinvent myself as a coach, and then it never goes well. I'm sure it'll be fine. What I meant by football karma was the Houston Texans um, bettering their draft position by beating the Cleveland Browns in a playoff game, because they have the Browns' first-round pick because the Browns traded for a sexual assaulter. Yay! yay. <laughs> uh, the most enthusiastic yay for that <laughs> sentence. What other yay do you want? I don't know if I want a yay. Then why did you tell us the good news? Exactly. I mean, he's still getting paid like $230 million. Yeah, Jesus but that's Christ. because Cleveland's a bad organization. Yeah. There was like... There was a period of time where I was like, yeah, okay, if Cleveland sees some success, that's completely fine. They've been terrible for a long time. Good on them for, like, maybe finding a quarterback and then doing things. Yeah, Baker Mayfield seems like a nice guy. This team is likable. Exactly. And then they were like, you know what? Fuck Baker. Um, We're... we're (laughs) We, we've decided he's not good enough. Uh, we can get Deshaun Watson, who has been sitting out for an entire year because he was basically, like, was he on, he was on trial almost, right? Like, it was, was it a, yeah. like, civil case? Was it a civil case or was it a criminal? I think it was civil. It was, like, 40 civil cases. It was a bajillion civil cases. Um, and, yeah, they were like, yeah, that seems like a good person to, like, lead our organization and to be the, uh, the like, you know, the front-running, like, person that we talk about. Yeah, that's who we want. Well, and then the NFL, because, so he settled 23 of 24 sexual misconduct lawsuits. Um, and then the NFL did its investigation, and it went to a third-party arbitration, who was a formal, former civil law judge, I think. She was like a former judge at the very least. And in her decision in the suspension, just said, yeah, he sexually assaulted those masseuses. So he gets like nine games. So which is if you so, somehow a Deshaun Watson apologist, the NFL has come out and said he sexually assaulted those masseuses. There's no argument about this. No, this is. It, yeah, he didn't uh, appeal what, that what, decision. So he accepts the judgment, which means he assaulted them. And especially because part of that decision was you can't get a massage from anyone who's not team staff. He can't go to third party masseuses. If he does, yeah. he gets suspended for longer. Like that's that's the wild I'm, thing about this. I'm just gonna say, like, if I talk too much about this, I'm gonna get too upset. So we're gonna move on. <laughs> fuck, fuck Cleveland. Um, I'm glad that Deshaun was out for like the like rest rest of the year. Um, but fuck Cleveland until um, Deshaun Watson is no longer on their team. That is all I have to say about Cleveland. <laughs> but it's okay, because the owner asked his wife and daughter if it's okay to trade for him. And... <laughs> That's a real thing. Anyway, I, I know. Once again, fuck Cleveland. <laughs> uh... Anyways, um, what have you guys been up to other than seething about football? Uh, uh, well... Being excited about football, because my team's in the playoffs. Fuck off. <laughs> Imagine, like, being in a playoff spot most of the season and then not being in a playoff spot at the end of the year. It happens. Didn't happen to my team, but it happens to some teams. Some purple teams, especially. Was there some weird teams, those purple teams? Um, what, what did I... What have I done? Oh, I had a sketchy... I had a sketchy drive to work on Thursday. That was fun. Um... <laughs> I I was I was driving driving out of Guelph and uh, the like highway that leads out of Guelph. You know how there's like that giant hill that then leads to like a stoplight at the bottom. Oh yeah, um, on the way to the the four hundred ones. 
Yeah, on the way to the 401. Uh, yeah, was driving down that hill. There were like three cars in the ditch, in the ditch, like on oh, like geez. either side. I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on. Oh, everyone's been driving like the speed, like the normal speeds people drive, which is not what you should be driving when there's like winter weather and there's ice on the ground. Um, so like I like started to stop and I was like, oh, my my car is starting to spin out a little bit. This is fine. A little bit of fishtailing. We'll just like rock the brakes slowly and slow down. And it's like I see how everyone came off the uh, went off the highway here. <laughs> well, one of our coworkers was supposed to go into the office to give like a presentation, and then posted a photo. Uh, to the work slack at early in the morning going, hey, not coming into the office today. And uh, their car was just in a cornfield. Yep. I almost joined them. <laughs> like, not, not like not more than like 10 minutes after that, that was posted. And then we found great. out they don't have winter tires on. Yeah. They have Go all seasons. Get your winter tires. Jesus Christ. They're like, but I have four wheel drive. And everyone was like, get winter tires. All seasons don't cut it. Like, if, if you live in Canada, you need to understand. F- fucking hell. All seasons mean three seasons. Ugh. Yep. But hey, it's <clears throat> fine. They're here now. <laughs> they they survived. <laughs> Barely. Actually, uh... actually, though. Um, oh, and I uh, didn't get to go... Oh, still talking about weather, because, man, there's been some weather since the last time we recorded. Uh, I didn't get to go uh, to, like, a, a spa-like place um, with my girlfriend, because the, we got snowed out from that. Uh, we were planning on leaving Friday night, um, went outside, and it's like, this is too much snow. Something... that This is, this is bad. It's only, like, a 40-minute <laughs> drive to where we're going. Um, but it's all back roads. Uh, we can hardly see anything. It's dark out and like the roads are going to be as insane as they were like when I'd went to work. Uh, nope. <laughs> and we called and got our, uh, got our thing moved, which was nice. At least you were able to get it moved. Yeah, no. Um, oh God, real, real quick. Cause this is unbelievably cursed. Uh, this is the second time that we've had to get this thing moved. Um, the so we were initially scheduled to do this uh right as i'd went on vacation uh you guys both know what happened then um so we moved uh we moved it to now um like this this past uh like friday and it was like yeah we're gonna like do like a stay over um like it's an in stay over and then like thermal thermal spa the next day we had to move it again um both times i've called with like after the like three days before that i need to like like move things um, like we've been within those three days, but fortunately we've had reasons that have been like legitimate enough that they're like, okay, fine, you could move it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, one more try. Third time's the charm, right? Please, please. Third time's the charm. You'll get to Just, go to that spa. Please. Baby. I'm really worried. Uh, anyways, uh, David, what have you been up to? David? Yeah. David? Sorry, I my brain turned off. Um, what have I been up to since we last recorded? It hasn't been that long is the goddamn problem. This is the issue with doing multiple records in the same week is this section gets real dry. Um, we last recorded on the 10th. It's been five days, four days. Um, I bought pizza. Uh, pizza was good. I'm slow cooking pulled pork right now. That's Ooh. fun. That's nice. Uh, slow cooker was the best present I could have ever gotten for Christmas. Um, the only downside is, man, does my apartment just smell of food. Oh! At least uh, it doesn't smell like weed. Yeah, no. Someone <laughs> on my floor is just ripping like either a joint or bonkets and not giving two shits about like any smell reduction. Like at all which is like astounding to me as someone who started smoking because you can get them evicted i mean well they're they're condos so uh, if they're the owner i don't i don't know if they can get evicted uh i think building management can still or at least building management could levy like fines and stuff against them I'd, I'd yes imagine. yes yes but like i don't think they could get evicted because they're the legal owner of the well, thing you could put i wonder um, if they could put liens on the house and then do it that way again it's not against the law though like it's annoying but there's no like 
law um, against what they're doing. They they could put things in like whatever the like building management uh, like agreement is. Um, they could yes, they could that. make things very annoying for them. But that's yes. that's irregardless of what I'm talking oh, yeah. about because like they there was an email that got sent out like a while ago that I thought was fucking hilarious because it's just like uh, my floor strong cannabis smoke is the, is just the subject of the email and i just looked at them like oh yeah no yeah they're gonna they're gonna bug that person yup because it's just crazy to me because like when it was illegal like you worked so hard to reduce the smell and so much of like my current smoking habits when it comes to weed contribute like come from that where i'm like reduce do everything impossible to make it as invisible like and for there to be someone just so blatant about it i'm like man that's that's crazy do you think they're like do, do you think they're like 19 or 20 like they they never they didn't really ever have to go through the like what, well, knowing what you which, went through which apartment they're in they're 100 percent a student of some kind um who's there for university so i would assume that they're like 19 18 age definitely and if they unless they were completely ridiculous and started smoking when they were like eight yeah, I don't think they've had to ever experience illegal weed and go through that. Uh, yeah, that's 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 basically what I'm wondering because like we're gonna have a we're gonna have a generation of people who like never like never had to experience illegal weed and are their habits going to be like vastly different yes. because of that? Yeah, uh, al- already um, minors are consuming less cannabis than our generation, the generations before. Yeah, because it's not as cool. It's not this cool, like, part of the reason why you did weed as a kid was that it was illegal and it was a cool thing, like, cool drug to do. Like, that was part of the appeal. I think it was easier to get for minors. Yes, because it was inherently illegal. So it's not like, Like regardless of your age. Your friend's friend's cousin was a dealer and he can get you some weed. Well, now the difficulty it's... to obtain was the same regardless of age, really. Yeah. Because you still needed to just know someone who was willing to deal to you if you were, like, 15 or 27. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, when you're of age, you can just walk into the fucking mall and go to, like, the Tokyo Smoke and be like, I would like all the weed, please. And they're like, like, we can only legally weed. sell you so much. And it's like, how yeah. much? And they're like, this much. And they're like, that's still a fuck ton. <laughs> The uh, the dispensary in my mall has a deal with the Geno's Pizza, where if you have a Geno's receipt, you get ten percent off, and at Geno's, if you have a uh, a dispensary receipt, you get ten percent off. So do you just constantly have ten percent off, Charlie? I've never actually done it because I always order Geno's online. <laughs> Why? That that would require him to go there, Nick. <laughs> I know purchase. it's Ugh. so close by, but the Geno's has free delivery, and I don't want to change clothes. And it's also like th- he would also have to buy weed. <laughs> I just, yeah, like, I don't I, think there's. Usually, I have a I have huge weed. vape cartridge. I don't need weed right now. Yeah, fair enough. Ugh. All right, All I right. guess that brings us to this episode of Prime Evil. Uh, the TV guide reads: A dogged journalist continues to trail the team as it races to intercept the largest anomaly it has ever encountered. Meanwhile, a predator bigger than the T-Rex rampages through an airport. I'm sorry, where did they get the part about the biggest anomaly ever? Was that in the episode, or did the TV guy just fucking make that up? I think the I think TV they guy looked, made that up. I, I think they looked at the I think they looked at the anomaly and went, God damn, look at how much bigger this one is. That was a normal anomaly! <laughs> yeah, what about nah, the one about one. the pterodactyl? Nah, that one was, this one was big. Also... I know that we've typically talked about it at the end of episodes, but I just saw what the French equivalent, like like the French title for this episode is, and could not stop dying. Um, it is <laughs> David in for a your post nine eleven world. Oh no! It is it is the attack of the seven thirty seven. Oh no! <laughs> French, which, why? Which is. Beautiful in so many ways. The 737 Max being a horrifying aircraft is one. Oh my what god! What Charlie has mentioned is a second. Like, I, just, I, I'm astounded. Just, it's such a beautiful name. 
Well, David, I hope you can make a pun off of the French title for it this week. I'm not. <laughs> English title is only 9/11. Oh God. <laughs> Did dinosaurs have a 911? <laughs> oh no! Uh, Sir, a second Gigantosaurus has come through the portal. Gigantosaurus did 911, so it could implement the Patriot Act. <laughs> <laughs> did you know Gigantosauruses can, in fact, melt steel beams? <laughs> Look at all the stocks that Gigantosaurus bought just before 911. Like, follow the money, oh, man. No. All right. Anyways, <laughs> let's let's hop in to the mili- the the military. I guess um, the the third party that we're sort of gonna have like gonna have this this uh, season, and I guess sort of like the second evil group, um, which is Christine Johnson and the military, um, as they're discussing that artifact that we saw in the last episode that is shown up now in three of the four episodes. Um, this season um so obviously gonna be important um discussing that and they're trying to actually like get it and um the captain uh like the military captain's like ah it's you know probably destroyed when the ark went down um she's like i don't i don't care go find it for me get it um (laughs) uh in the meantime they're also doing some insane shit with the future predator so look um helen Helen was right I just what what is people's obsession with like cool predator animals like like they run the same fucking plot line in Jurassic Park or Jurassic World where like they want to use the dinosaurs in the military and I'm like how is this better than a gun how is this dinosaur <laughs> like how is this future predator better than a drone that can drop a bomb so, and kill you from like a mile like from ten thousand feet like a stealth drone how is this better. <laughs> So, David, what I will say is you're right. Dinosaurs are not better than drones. However, if you can use biomimicry and you can, like, get some tech out of them, which she does talk about. She's like, hey, it can sense our heartbeats. It's like, okay, cool. Cool. That's, that's we can great. sense if heartbeats, can... too. That's I had not the exact same, exact same thing where it's like, does it, oh, does it know I'm here? Oh, yeah, it can sense your heartbeat. We must harness that power. We have that power. What do you mean? We have the technology. The CIA That's a real has te- thing. The CIA has technology to eavesdrop through glass windows by shooting lasers at them. Like, what do you mean we need heartbeat sensing technology? Like, what are you talking about? Also, Man. I don't think you need the future predator to get that from an animal. Probably like, not. Those things already <laughs> exist. Like, what are you getting out of this other than fucking wasted money? Like, no, she fucking must have investments in an R&D fund. Like, this is the only thing that makes sense to me. <laughs> she is her, fucking embezzling money in, through R&D into these fucking salary, future predators. Like, her salary is directly related to the amount of money that her department gets. Yeah. If she can, if she can get more money out of, out of the department, then she can have, that she gets a higher salary. Like, it doesn't make sense. How is this better than just a gun? <laughs> like, <laughs> how is the future predators or like any of these, like, oh, yes, we will spend millions of pounds on R&D to train these future predators to hunt people down when we could just, you know, get a fucking drone to do the same thing. Drop a fucking bomb on someone from 10,000 feet with a stealth drone. Like, I just, ugh. And how are you going to control these? Like, what is the breeding program for these going to be fucking look like? <laughs> and just like, uh, how horrifying. long does it take for them to grow to full growth? Like, are you going to wait fucking two years to get fucking future predators? <laughs> like, and then train them when you could just build a robot? <laughs> oh, dear. It doesn't make sense. It's never a good idea. And no. then all it takes is for them to be shot and then you're done. Like, they're not that impenetrable. We've seen them just get ruined. A fucking mammoth gored one and just killed it in, like, one hit. Obviously, they're not that durable or tough. If they had, like, diamond-ass skin or something, I could see them being worth something. Like, if they actually had something of value, that was ridiculous. Like, if they were like, ah, their hide naturally is carbon fiber, like, diamond composite. 
and like it's impenetrable of modern day technology then sure yeah fucking harvest them like raise them like cattle and harvest their skin (laughs) great bulletproof vests yeah like just make it make sense writers like there are (laughs) avenues for where the future predators could be a good source of like why the government wants them using them as weapons doesn't make sense Does this retroactively make Jurassic World a worse movie than it already was? It already was terrible. The conceit is horrendous. Man is like, yes, and then we will train velociraptors to hunt people down in a world where they already have drones. <laughs> like, And the technology I, to clone animals. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand. Oh, dear. Again, writers, you can make this make sense. Just make it things that don't we don't have and that aren't easily like like material science is such an easy one. Like there are yes. materials that are more expensive than they're worth, but are incredibly useful. And if we could figure out a way to make them cheaper, would revolutionize like material science. So like if you just make it the creatures like naturally grow like fiber optic cables or, or like, <laughs> like the, oh yes these creatures blood veins are the perfect thing for like uh like technology or like they naturally grow micron sized transistors just or, some nonsense or they're horseshoe crabs they're horseshoe <laughs> crabs oh we can like, use their we can use their blood as organic uh transistors or superconductors they're horseshoe crabs. They're they're magic. We don't know what's going on, but we need to harvest all of their blue blood. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like that's a perfect example of something that is like actually valuable that we need to keep the animal around because we need yeah. their blood. It's a real it's a real shame that at some point we're we're gonna get we're gonna run out of horseshoe, horseshoe crab. Listen, yeah, we're that's gonna, also we're gonna, gonna be the same time when we get the super powerful like uh, bacteria that are resistant that gets all antibiotics. Well, after we're all dead, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gotta be okay for like sixty more years. David, no. <laughs> Listen, I've Not hit like the this. full of nihilism with global warming, where I'm just like, just last sixty more years, and I'm fine. <laughs> Boomer mentality. Fuck the next yeah. generation. Yeah, I've oh, I've given dear. up. Like I've I've fully given up. <laughs> sixty more years. Global economy. Like fucking like world peace. Sixty more years. Just sixty more years, please. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, oh, they, all right. They have Anyways. to. They, it wakes up under anesthesia. The future predator, and they're like, "Oh, we have to drop the cloak to kill this thing." No, you don't. Just get a gun. Have a room design yeah, that you why can do suck they all have the to air drop out. the cloak to kill it. Like, uh, who, who knows? I, why is that? Like, this episode makes no sense. Also, He's, why? Like, the do they have an anomaly in there, or are they just detecting the future predator? Well, no, because the the th- detection only works on anomalies. They don't detect the creatures. Otherwise, they would have detected that saber toothed tiger way before that, right? Yeah. Or because uh, I thought they were also detecting at one point the radio waves from the the brain controlled future predators, but this one doesn't have the giant red siren no, it doesn't. in its skull. They also so, didn't detect an anomaly in the house like two episodes ago, with even though the creature was hanging out there for like fifteen years, right? Yeah, nope. that's true. Uh, who knows? This is this is a weirdly written episode. But they kill it, and then the arc detects, I guess, an anomaly in this military facility. They don't clear out immediately and instead get caught by the Ark. And the woman's like, ah, James Lester has no power here. At which point, like... Which also, again, makes no sense. Because if this is a secret military facility, why would you just message... Or like, why would you also just message the Ark and say, hey, we know what you're saying. Fuck off. Because you... Why did you wait for them to get there to tell them to fuck off? (laughs) you could have preempted, they... like she could have just called Lester immediately and been like, "Hey, I are you detecting an anomaly at this location? Cool, tell your team to fuck off. Like I outrank you." <laughs> like, yeah. Why did she let them go and investigate it? So she could pull the power play of James Lester has no power here. Oh my god. Uh, Connor is also very sad because Cutter's dead, and he's looking at the artifact, and then. At least he's not wearing a fedora anymore. <laughs> also, did those did those tears look fake to anyone else? Uh, they probably were. I assume the actor uh, can't actually cry on command because, like, they both popped up in like the similar spots under the eyes 
in the same way. And then when one tear rolled down his cheek, I'm pretty sure it just went completely underneath his mustache. Like it didn't interact mm. with the hairs at all. And I don't nice. know if I'm crazy or not. I I don't know what to tell you on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else happens? Uh, Connor's working on the, the anomaly, anomaly locking device. Yeah. Which, hey, that actually came back. Good job. Nice. I wonder if I wonder if we'll see it this episode. Probably, because it's a, <laughs> but it's not ready at this point. So they're gonna have to leave it while they go and attempt to like find the anomaly. Uh, oh, so why is no one helping Connor with this? There's they have an entire fucking team. Why is Connor the one guy working on this? Yeah, really. Connor there went, should be like Connor went from people. a master's. Connor went from a master's student to like needs to be paid a million dollars. Um because he's the only one who can do anything at the arc like technical i just i don't understand i don't understand the hierarchy of the arc why they have all these people and so many of them are clearly not soldiers because they're in lab coats and like scientists and shit what do they do like why are they they just collecting a government paycheck and just being real quiet at work like could you fault them david no but still (laughs) Oh dear. God, the staring at the artifact and the one girl is like, oh, you know, I was an archaeologist. I can help you clean this up. I don't I'm like what? <laughs> I'm sorry, you're gonna clean the artifact? <laughs> he ha- why hasn't this been done already? <laughs> because. Yeah, pretty much because. Yes. God. Um Connor also gets like a phone call or something. No, this is later. Oh, that's, that's later. way later. Uh, let's let's go let's go to the military base. Um, at which point we have dick measuring contest. Um, between uh Jenny and Christine. Um, at which point we do learn that Christine does have the larger dick as she is part of the military. Is it still a dick um, measuring contest if it's between two women? Listen, they could have strap-ons. We don't know. Also, does this episode pass the Beckdale test? No, because she mentions Lester in it. Oh, true. <laughs> she does she, mention she Lester. She straight in up it. goes, Lester, the man has no power here. Yeah. They're having a conversation, but no, you're right. <laughs> like it literally ends because she mentions a man. <laughs> mm. If anything, it should extra uh. fail the Bechtel test. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 mention a man and it immediately the conversation ends. They're like, wait, we need to turn to the man. Well, specifically, they mention a man that she was gonna go to to ask for like ask to do something. She's like, your man can't help you. Uh, you're, you're right. <laughs> Anyways, um, Jenny runs back to her man. Um <laughs> And back to the arc. Uh, in the meantime, uh, fucking the, the other the other thing that's still here is the press. Um, fucking buddy follows them. Has figured out where the arc is. Just camps outside of it, which is insane. That he did the security that last isn't looking for too. that. Yeah, it's insane that the, the security hasn't been like instructed. Like, hey, start looking for cars just parked around. That's something you do with something like this. Anyways, especially that's, that's when they had a van that brought a dinosaur inside them once that yes. had a bomb Any- in it. <laughs> yes. What is Anyways. the opsec of this place? Bad. It's why they need it. It's why they need a military leader. It's just bad. Christine is doing nothing wrong. She knows who's who's right to lead the arc from here. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, fucking. Who Mick, that's his name. Fucking Mick. Um <laughs> is uh like follows them to the the first anomaly site, breaks into Jenny's car, steals the detector, and then makes his way back to quote unquote the evening news. Alright, so um, that is the first crime the reporter commits in this episode. Yes. I guess you could uh, call the stalking also a crime. Yep. Uh, Jenny did say, "If I like, if I see you again, I'm calling the police." So it, it is, it is definitely some stalking as well. Uh, I just anyways. arrest the man. How is he a free Never. man? I don't understand. Never arrest him. Anyways, um, yeah, we'll, we'll cut quickly back to the arc, um, where Lester has to be like, "Yep, you, you're right." Um. Christine does in fact have the larger dick. Um, we, I'll try and sort this out, but Jenny, you need to let me, let me deal with this. Um, 
we we can't have you interacting with another female character for too long. That's that's nope. not that's not within our show's uh show's writing. Lester also like um, freaks the fuck out slightly here, right? Oh yeah. Jenny's like, hey, what the fuck? Did you know about that? So he's like, no. He's like, well, we gotta find out. And he's like, thanks for the fucking obvious fact, Jenny. <laughs> Which like, but also, yeah, you gotta find it. Duh. <laughs> I was like, David, I feel like this is the amount that you would be upset as well, though, is the thing. <laughs> that would be my reaction. Yeah. Like, but like, yeah, I'm getting right on that, dumbass. <laughs> like, get out. Uh. Anyways. Um, well, they get back to work. Uh, another anomaly gets detected. Uh, they start to make their way there, but Connor holds them up because he's like, wait, the device is almost ready. Just give me two minutes. Uh, we cut back to the evening news um, where Mick is able, it like brings the device and is like, look, this is, this will lead us to wherever they need to go. They got to um, work for like uh, the sun or something, right? Like the oh, seedy 100%. tabloid, like hundred <laughs> percent. That's what they're going for here. Um, especially with the merchandising talk that happens. Later. Well, just, just the uh, fact she's like, I don't hire insane people. And she's like half, most of your staff is clinically insane. She's like point. Like <laughs> valid. Uh, uh but yeah, anyways, um yeah, they follow the detector. Um he Mick is able to convince his boss to like bring an entire like news group and things as well, even though she's like she doesn't believe him, which is also just patently insane. They they um, also bring like a paleontologist, right? Like yes, they, they bring brought- a paleontologist, a bunch of a bunch of news crews, and then break into <laughs> A fucking airport. That's like a third I understand crime? that this is a freight. I, I understand <laughs> that this is like a freight. Like it's it's not a tr- like a, not a typical airport. It's like a shipping sort of like place and things like that. It's still an airport. This is <laughs> still a crime. Still crimes. Wildly a crime. <laughs> um, and yeah, they beat them. They beat the uh, they beat the arc team to uh, to the anomaly. Um, make their way, uh, make their way in, and are just chilling, waiting beside. To be fair, what is a large-looking, like sized anomaly? Um, considering they can fly a helicopter through it later in the episode. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, yeah, and, then, and like, yeah, little, they're just waiting there. Um, little baby velociraptor comes out. Paleontologist gets very happy before getting eaten. Like. A minute later, yeah, um, absolute morons. I just like what? What a fucking dumbass! Can you imagine hearing giant roars, seeing a small velociraptor going, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Velociraptor runs back through, um, and they're like, "Yes, those giant roars. Those are those are friendly roars. You know, <laughs> velociraptors, the nicest of the creatures." Because like, <laughs> so so like, sure, maybe you don't expect to see the Gigantosaurus that you get out of this. But, like, baby Velociraptor comes through, you hear roars through this thing, you go, probably full-size Velociraptors are about to come through. That's probably bad for us. Even a baby it's- Velociraptor, I'd be like, this is cl- this is a predator. I am not going to try to pet this animal. I am not fucking Chris Pratt. Like, <laughs> He's got his hand the wrong way, too. He's showing the back he of his does. instead of the paw. Yeah, he doesn't have it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, ex- exactly. He was trying to do the like, "Hey, can I pet your dog?" sort of thing, and like hand hand that way instead of the like palm. Uh, <laughs> we, as we know, with like car- like with uh, predators, you you got to do palm out to be like, "Hey, stop! Your yeah. your 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 body is smaller than like I can I can keep you away with just my hand." Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, they're they're gonna wait there. The arc team is going to eventually show up. Uh, the Reporter has a like weird moment here where he understands, hey, um, the like people from the Ark are gonna come. I should trick them and like imprison them somewhere. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> like just what? Jenny, take your gun and shoot him. I don't care. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, uh he played he does a decent job of being like, oh god, they're like it, something came through, it's terrifying, follow me, and then locks them into a different hangar. Um, 
which hey there's another crime we've got false imprisonment yeah um, well also interfering with federal agents <laughs> I, I don't know if they're federal agents but they definitely they have work some for jurisdiction. the home office like what do you mean i guess i guess <laughs> they're literally they work for the government like directly <laughs> uh, yeah a- anyways um Im- imprisonment happens uh fortunately um What's his What's his name is also around or is is going to be coming by, uh, very soon. In the meantime, Captain Becker's on his way. Um, th- he'll get here eventually. Uh, but before that, the man that I haven't mentioned because he's just been black leather, like black leather, like you know, sort of like mysterious person on a motorcycle. Who we already knew who this was going to be. <laughs> um, fucking Danny Quinn just walks on the scene. Yeah, Danny Quinn comes and is like, what up? I'm the new Nick Cutter, bitches. Um, <laughs> I can't believe cop who is going to keep like cold-blooded kill someone is joining the team. I have serious yeah, concerns most, for his character. The most redeemable of men. Oh. He has no ulterior motives for wanting to be here. Right, guys? Nothing. He's He's just here to help. That's all. Uh, um, and like to be fair, uh, props to Jenny for going. You're insane. You need to leave. Thanks for helping. Get the fuck out before I have you arrested. Um, and Jenny is not down with whatever the fuck um Quinn is trying to pull here. Um, but they go make their way um over towards the like actual hangar. Uh, because at this point the uh Gigantosaurus has come out. Um, and just fucked up that paleontologist and has disappeared into the rest of the airfield um they make their way into the hangar uh the camera crew and the reporters are in a flipped over car um they help get them out and are like all right cool um we're confiscating all of your stuff also we're gonna lock you back up in that same hangar good news you did this to us so it's completely okay that we do it to you now i mean Um, to be fair though again they're federal agents like and those people have committed a crime yeah, if this Several was dude, if, it, if this if this was if this was the U.S., this would have just been like easiest Patriot Act you'd ever seen. Like, we, fringe, we just need whatever the British fringe equ- department would have killed these people months ago. <laughs> Broyles would have had them assassinated as soon as somebody saw the mammoth. It would have been it would have been Olivia finding that these reporters were dead, and Broyles was like, "Ah, so I see you found out we've had those reporters killed." <laughs> Olivia, you need to understand. We allow the tabloids to exist so that people think that, like, so that like people like are always find it incredulous when people have these like weird stories. But whenever they get too close, we have them killed. <laughs> the Daily Inquirer would be a fringe division. Like, they just hundred percent, hundred percent, they're a plant. <laughs> they walk into like, why do we have a newspaper publishing wing? Like, ah, yes. Listen, we need to throw people off the scent. Uh, it's important to, like, constantly have people, like, thinking that these things are, like, incredible and, like, just, like, nothing, nothing is going to make sense here. It's very important. Oh, I long for the days of Fringe Division versus the Ark. <laughs> like, man, <laughs> does the Ark fucking suck. Once again, it it's weird with starting with Fringe, but it's like, man, Fringe was a good TV Fringe show. Fringe was like, so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because, like, it's, uh, Primeval is very much the same energy as Fringe, I would say, in what it's trying to do with, like, the government organization fighting against these weird shit that's happening. But it's just yes. so much poorly, more poorly executed. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. But hey, here we are. Um. Instead, uh, yeah, they do figure out that it is. Uh, like Connor figures out, like, yep, nope, that's not a T Rex. It's a G Rex. Um, the bigger, faster, like harder, better, faster, stronger. Um, T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, brain brain is broken. If I have to say like better and faster, it, that harder also needs to be in there. It's important. Um. Um. Yeah, we get, like, the airfield scene that we're going to get here. Going to, like, semi-skip through it because yeah. it's just, like, patently insane. Oh, did um, we mention the phone call? 
I wanted to oh, make yeah. sure we talked about the phone call. Oh, yeah. Oh, that Abby's Abby's getting piped by Jack. <laughs> yeah. <what's> <laughs> well, Connor, Abby's phone is like, hey, Abby's phone. And it's just like, hey, can you let Abby know if she's, I'm going to show her a good time tonight? And he's like, wait, what? Who is this? And he's like, Jason. He's like, who are you? He's like, ha, funny. And then hangs up. And I'm just like, wait, we learn later that this is her brother, but also, what an insane thing to say. Really? Like, actually insane. To a stranger that picks up your sister's phone, hey, can you let her know I'm back in town and we're going to have a great time tonight? Like, what? I Okay. <laughs> Excuse but, me? I, David, as a, as a sibling, if you're calling your sister and a guy picks up who you don't know and to your knowledge she's not dating anyone, would you not try to fuck with them a little bit? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So that's what happened here. But I would, I would def like ask for more information. Like that conversation was too short. Like, <laughs> oh, anyways, um, that conversation happens. Uh, Abby's also late to to get on scene, but does eventually get on scene. Uh, we do see that Connor is able to um, like reverse. I'm, I'm just going to say reverse the polarity of the fucking anomaly. Close the po- close the anomaly. Don't they literally um, in the last episode mention reversing the polarity of the anomaly? <laughs> I, I think when they first talk about it, that's what they say, yeah. which is why I'm, that like yeah, first episode of the season. I think they're like yeah, no, reverse the polarity of the anomaly. We did it. Reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. <laughs> it's important. Um. Anyways, uh, the. Scene on the airstrip happens. Uh, Danny Quinn is an insane person uh, flying a helicopter. Um, the team doesn't die to a G-Rex. Uh, Connor doesn't die after acting as a distraction um, because a bigger distraction happens with Danny Quinn. Uh, they make their way back to the hangar. Uh, they open up the. Uh, they open back up the anomaly. Uh, Quinn flies through, um, showing that he is also going to continue to go slightly insane. I stand by Cunner going insane by going through the anomalies too much. Um, <laughs> Danny <laughs> Quinn is starting off the same way now. Um, uh, the G Rex follows. Um, Jenny's like, okay. I know that we I know that we hated that guy, but he saved us. Uh, so we got to wait at least a little bit for him. Um, he fortunately quit as the first one through, not back through with a helicopter. So somewhere there is a helicopter that archaeologists are going to unearth, uh, which is going hilarious. to be very confusing. <laughs> very, very, very confusing. Um, also of note, when the G Rex goes back through, um, it it eats. I'm pretty sure the reporters. <laughs> Um, those reporters are no longer there after Good. the T-Rex goes through. They don't deserve to live. Jesus. <laughs> just... Any... Anyways. They're not uh, even yeah, doing they... it for like this. Like they're not even like free. For, like the reason why they're doing this is for money. They are just corrupt people. Yeah, they, they do everything in their power to make you hate the press. Like I could understand. I, I could, I would have more sympathy for them if they were selling the, oh, the public needs to know thing that Steven was selling. But no, they're straight up yes. like, we are here for money, merchandising rights. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's bad. <laughs> so, hey, that's why no one feels bad when the press dies this episode. And we learn never take things to the media, keep them secret. Um, <laughs> keep it secret, keep it safe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh um yeah uh the they close up the anomaly uh we learned that there was like a whole pack of those g-rexes so man it's really good that they took those extra two minutes to bring this device with them or uh i guess that the uk is using a nuke um they're like... no but once again we see that the dinosaur is tripped by the shitty little like um aircraft like oh, van. So once right. again, Sorry. cars beat dinosaurs. <laughs> you're right. We cars have another instance of car beating dinosaur. So all it would take is another truck to be driven into it and it'd be dead. No no no. No no no, David. With this one, you're gonna need to fly the plane into it. Um, just, just once again, remember it's not a big deal. Like you remember. just one tank can solo all these dinosaurs. No, 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 David. It needs to be. The, it needs to be the plane because remember this. This episode is titled "The Attack of the Seven Three Seven. Oh my like, lord! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, and that's basically the end of our. Uh, basically, the end of our episode. We have some wrapped up things. Uh, Quinn escapes um, instead of getting arrested. He'll be back. We already know he's going to be back. He's in um, the main credits now. 
He's he in was the main in the main, now. He was the first he is, person. He's the new cutter. Yeah, he was he the new he cutter. He replaced cutter, which I thought was insane. <laughs> like legitimately insane. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so that happened. If I was the actor who played Connor, I'd be pissed, <laughs> dude. If I was any of the actors who's been in this for three seasons. Uh, anyways, that that happens. Um, we get the reveal that Jack is just Abby's um, younger brother. Um, Connor and Abby still don't kiss, so that the the, the, the episode's <laughs> ratings are still maybe not zero from David. Um, and uh, what like uh, like that's that's basically it. We get like some more juxtaposition from the like military people, which is is fine. We we learn that they do in fact have an anomaly, which like we already knew. <laughs> Well, yeah, we knew because um, the detector went off. <laughs> exactly. What is insane is why did you have to turn off the shielding to kill the dinosaur? Like, that's what I still don't understand. It wasn't a dinosaur. It was a future predator. David. Sorry, it required... the future predator. If if they had a dinosaur, they wouldn't have had to do that. No, they could have just know, driven a truck do... into it. No, no, no. You Dinosaurs <laughs> kill future predators. It's rock, paper, scissors, David. It's very important. Also, oh. can... Can the future predator be called a dinosaur? Because it is, it is terrible, but it is not a lizard. No, those what? What did they mention? What those ones are supposed to be? There's like bat. Oh, they're in basically there. human. There, there's some bat in them. There's some like monkey in them. They're they're weird. Like it's gonna be like weird mammals. It's gonna be the oh, they're the perfect amalgamation of all predators on the face of the planet, including humans. So just garbage yeah. nonsense, right? Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Got <laughs> Absolutely. Got it, got it, got Absolutely. Got it. Um. Yeah. And end of episode. What? Uh, what did we? Analysis think? of a blood sample contained DNA from a lion, and uh, a predator, a bat, which the lab thought the latter was scrambled bat DNA. Yes. So, who knows? It's just it's just mammals. Like put a bunch of mammals together in a soup. But this also um, kind of creates a bootstrap paradox, doesn't it? Where if the government is studying future predators to create future predators, where did future predators come from? Uh, the observers. Yeah, okay, okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <It's... laughs> that makes sense. I'll buy it. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, episode ratings. Ugh. David. Um. So, okay. I need to separate the plot contrivances. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and my absolute hatred of the we are going to make wild animals into weapons, as well as the nonsense of that from the actual contents of the episode. The actual episode was not bad. It was better than last week's, I would say. The act like um the action was better. Like there was actually like effort into it. Uh I absolute hate all the plot that's happening. So the with dinosaur that, looks so cool. Like the models yeah, are actually decent. Yes. Like, I agree to all of that. So it gets a 2.5 for me with the implicit reaction that I hate the plot that's happening. <laughs> uh, as long as the audience understands that I don't like what's happening in this in this show, it was fine. I like what's happening. Yes. I don't like why anything is happening. The why of anything that's happening. Uh, understandable. Um, yeah, like, I'm I'm gonna agree with, I think, two and a half. Like, this was, like, reasonably fun episode. Um, I'm, I, I, yeah, I worry about the plot a lot. Like, this, this episode feels, this episode really feels like a, like, yup, things are about to get real stupid for the rest I of just, the show. I can't like, believe they killed really, Cutter. really, stupid. What the fuck is the point of Helen now? Like, Helen literally has no connection to the main cast now, except she's a weird villain. Like, I wonder. I wonder how many more times we even get her. Yeah, like, I, she, she's still out there. Like, but literally everyone who had a connection to her is no longer in the plot. Like, Stephen and Cutter are gone. So why do we care about Helen other than she's a bitch? Just shoot her. Shoot her on sight now. <laughs> like, <laughs> no one should be trying to talk to her or anything. Just shoot her. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, that, yeah, that is. Yeah, I'll also go two point five. Um, having the pilot go, that's not something you see every day, and then a dinosaur headbutt a plane was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, it 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 was fine. 
maybe Danny Quinn will breathe new life into the show. I have I have worries about the life that Danny that Danny Quinn will be taking out oh, of this show. I can't wait for him to kill some people in cold blood. Because <laughs> like, they he thinks uh, they killed his turn, brother. Turn turn the pistol to the side. It's important. It's like, such a fucking that's, kill shot. Listen, that's how you know he was serious. He was gonna execute that man. <laughs> also, like, what is how is this gonna feel for Jenny where he's like the the one dude Lester was like Hey, yeah, you're in charge now until we could find a replacement. But you would think Jenny would be like, yeah, I'm going to be in charge full time. And then, actually, no, this cop that tried to kill someone because he didn't know anomalies were a thing, he's going to be in charge now. This feels like kind of a a shit thing to do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Oh, hold on. Uh, the IMDb rating for this episode is uh, 7.7. Just the third consecutive 7.7. So pretty, pretty steady on. Uh, and then, like I said, the viewership did go up. So last week it was 3.28 million. This week it was 4.97. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Like it, Weird. it just shot up over like 1.5 million. I wonder if they had a weird competitor or something last week, like yeah, in the time zone. I would like to see um, just BBC viewership for that week in general. Oh my God, I can. There's a there's an entire website for it. Holy Whoa. holy shit! Okay, uh, I'm gonna spend some time on here later. That's it <laughs> has viewership for top thirty for from July ninety eight to September two thousand eighteen. Holy shit. Uh, uh anyways thank you all so much for listening to another episode of four seasons and a funeral we will be back again next week with another episode of primeval hopefully they continue to get better and maybe this show will end on a high end high point on series three i doubt it but i can always hope and dream and wish um until next time you can reach out to us through email at forsaf at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at Forsaf, F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F on Twitter. I refuse to call it X. Um, feel free to give us a five-star review or a like, subscribe, whatever on your podcatching service of choice. Um, we really appreciate that. Just because we don't really do any advertising of the podcast ourselves. So any advertising you can do really does help us out. Um, until next time, outro. Our intro and outro music is Dream One by Magenta Six. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.